I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the Beyond Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Tyler Biederbaugh with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. In breaking news, J.J. Watt has announced that he is signing with the Arizona Cardinals on a two-year $31 million deal that will include $23 million guaranteed. The Blackhawks are coming off a 7-2 victory in last night's matchup against the Red Wings, putting them third in the Central Division. Patrick Kane recorded his 400th career goal, and here's the live play and what he had to say about it. Collected by Debrinket. Now he and Kane come on a two-on-one. Kane delays. He'll drag it. His shot. He scores! That's hockey, baby! That's 400 for Patrick Kane! I think the biggest thing is once you you start, you know, reaching these type of milestones, you know, 400 goals and 1,000 games coming up, it kind of uh, it leaves you wanting more. It's exciting to achieve them and, uh, you know, nice to have these type of milestones. Probably it means I played a while, but you just want to keep getting better and keep trying to help the team as best you can. And for me, that's, you know, getting the puck as much as possible and creating plays, you know, try to create scoring chances. So try to just keep improving on that. Credit to NBC Sports. The Blackhawks' next game is set to play Wednesday against the Lightning. The Bulls are coming off a tough loss Friday to the Suns 106-97 after being outscored in the fourth quarter 32-16. The Bulls were set to play the Raptors last night, but due to COVID numbers had to be postponed. Details on when they will play will be announced. They play the Nuggets tonight at 7. Spring training has started and the White Sox took a tough 7-2 loss to the Brewers in Sunday's matchup. The White Sox will play the Angels today at 2-10 and wish to come off yesterday's loss. The Cubs start out their spring training today and will play the Padres at 2-10. In college basketball, number five Illinois beat number 23 Wisconsin 74 to 69. Number 21 Loyola Chicago beat Southern Illinois 65-58. Number four Ohio State got upset by number nine Iowa 73 to 57. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in career media, go to BeOnAir.com. That's right, boys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. Happy Monday, Brandon. A lot of good news going on. Plenty of things to talk about today on this Monday. Just threw us into a tizzy all of a sudden this morning. We had everything set up, and then all of a sudden, breaking news, which is something that we're going to be talking about today, the breaking news that happened. We're also going to be touching on a little bit of Chicago Bulls. Of course, the greatest segment in all of radio. And we're going to talk a little little health and maybe... what what might be going on in the NBA? NBA. Uh, first off, uh, let's throw out our Twitter, Insta, and Facebook at Blow T Whistle One. That's Blow T Whistle. Any of our listeners want to reach out and let us know what you're thinking, please do so at Blow T Whistle One. Boys, you ready to get this started? Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. That's right, boys. Uh, I guess the question's been answered about JJ, ring or money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, it's, it's like the Jerry Maguire, show me the money. Oh, they showed, they oh, showed JJ it, the money. They absolutely, wow, 
Nice reference too, because he signed with the Cardinals. Beautifully done. That's a that's a clap for Brandon <laughs> for, for a movie reference that <laughs> yeah, actually he, included the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, if he's on a two year, thirty one million dollar deal, twenty three million of that guaranteed. Jeez, like that's that was the big question. You know, everybody was wondering. You know, is it going to be family? Is it going to be a ring chaser? Money like never was really talked about whether he was going to go after the money. Oh, that's or not, why so. I was totally shocked because, well, and no one, biggest, no two, one even mentioned Arizona. No, so yeah, the two yeah. biggest named teams I think was Pittsburgh and Chicago, just because obviously his brothers play at Pittsburgh and then his wife plays soccer in Chicago. So I think those were just the two big teams that people were thinking of, and then all of a sudden Arizona just came from under the table. I yeah, I love that. that. Really I love off. that stuff though. When when a team just comes out of nowhere and is just like, yeah, we'll take him. Yeah, from yeah, what right. I've seen, Buffalo was also heavily interested in in talks with him as well and they were probably the next choice or the the closest. I Well, I guess let let me throw the question out there. Okay. Does this make Arizona a viable Super Bowl contender? Mm. I don't think they're quite there. They're definitely playoff material this year now. And they they could they almost made it last year. They had some problems toward the end of the season. I know injuries and everything. I think I think that West the NFC West is just going to be a tough division altogether, but I definitely think that this can help them to the playoffs. I don't think they're a favorite for the Super Bowl yet. Yeah, he he definitely picked one of the toughest divisions to he go really into. Did. That is a strong division <laughs> over there in the West. But I I yeah, I agree with Brandon. I think this will help them make it into the playoffs. Um because they were really close making the playoffs last year. But I just I think adding JJ Watt that will help their defense. But I don't see Super Bowl contender yet. And exactly that is a tough division to play with. And heck it could be a totally different scene of a division with if the whole Russell Wilson thing. Well, not goes. only that, but for the love of all that's good in the world, San Francisco's still sitting out there going, okay, we're moving on from Garoppolo, everything that I've heard at least. Mm-hmm. I know uh, the head coach is super in love with Trey Lance. I wish he wasn't, yeah. but he is. And uh, so they might be, that might be your bottom tier team, which is crazy for anyone to say because of where they were, what, two, two years, years ago? ago? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I get it. I get, uh, let me ask you guys this. Do you think DeAndre Hopkins had a little something to do with this too? (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that had a factor. They were teammates together, and so they probably developed a friendship even though they were on opposite sides of the ball. Hopkins just texted J.J. White like, hey, you up? I'm I'm telling you right now, watch Arizona pull another one and just go and get Deshaun. (laughs) Oh, my God. See, I, I, I don't be, think that happens. I don't, I don't think, think it happens, happens either, but that would be Kyler. freaking that would amazing. Because <laughs> they already got something going with Kyler Murray, but that would be just the icing on the cake. That would be, <laughs> be amazing. Like, what the hell? Look, look, it's the Texans of the West. <laughs> <laughs> the Arizona Texans. All right, so that being said, does that shore up? Oh, well, no, let me ask you this. And uh, let's ask our listeners out there. Get a hold of us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at BlowTWhistle1. That's BlowTWhistle1. Do you think that J.J. Watt, this is to our listeners, and then I'm going to ask you, gentlemen, do you think J.J. Watt will now be recruiting for Arizona and maybe be able to bring in some more talent? 
I could see him doing that because, I mean, everyone knows that that Texans franchise has just fallen apart and there's still some little bit of talent over there. Um, that wouldn't surprise. Do we? Does anyone know where Arizona's sitting at with cap space right now? I want to say they're sitting pretty decently. They are. I don't think they're okay. horrible, but I don't think they're great either. So I mean, they could afford to like pick up. Well, and let me let me say this. Let's let's compare this to. I'm gonna go really old school with you guys. Okay. When Reggie White decided to decided to sign with the Packers, and then all of a sudden talent starts coming yeah. in because ooh maybe Green Bay is a destination I want to go and check out. Yeah. Arizona currently sits at a hundred seventy one and a half million dollars. So with the the floor for the salary cap is at one eighty. So they are below the cap by at least about nine million dollars. Yeah. So okay. they've got some wiggle room, but some, not yeah. a lot. Yeah, they can't afford to get anyone big. But, but I mean, it, it, it might just be pieces at this point. You yeah. you get pieces of the puzzle yeah go out and draft yourself some talent yeah definitely yeah and going back to your original question i definitely think that anytime you sign a high profile player high profile either via either trade or a free agent signing anytime you bring in that big name it's definitely going to pique the interest of other free agents out there just because they're like hey Oh, JJ's. If you're if you're looking for another defender, who doesn't want to be like, hey, I could be on the same on the field with JJ Watt. Like, yeah, that's going to help me possibly improve my numbers. And so, yeah, I definitely think that he could help them bring in. He could be a recruitment tool to help oh, them yeah. bring maybe in some solid guys. solid veterans. Yeah, they yeah. they do their job well, but they aren't super star caliber esque. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. That being said. Do they challenge? Let's say, let's just. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. L.A. one, Arizona two, Seattle three, San Francisco four. Do they challenge L.A. for the division title? I think they could. I think <laughs> I, I totally. Wow! I just totally stumped Brandon. Brandon had that look <laughs> on his face. That is amazing. I was, I, that threw me off a little. Um. You know, I think they could. Um, wait, well, no, I don't know because I think the Rams' offense is going to look a little bit better with Matthew Stafford. Over uh, there. I think they're going to look oh, yeah, much better. Way, way better. And better. they still got that great, that really good defense. So, I mean, there's a chance. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I think LA is going to take that division anyways. With even with JJ Watt, the addition to the Cardinals. Okay. All right, Brandon. In terms of overcoming LA, I don't think so. I. I think that Arizona has the weapons where they can get up there, but they still don't have the running game that that uh, L.A. has, and that, I think, is the X factor separating these two teams. Well, and that's kind of surprising to me because Kenyon Drake is on that team, and Kenyon Drake's an animal. When when healthy, he can be, yes. when healthy, even, let me put that out there. When healthy, Chase Kenyon Drake's Edmonds an was a surprise to me too. Yeah, yeah. the, the Rams probably solid. even with Watt, the Rams probably still have overall the better defense as well, just oh, because sure. of that Rams yeah. secondary. Oh yeah. So I I don't think Arizona's quite over the top of the Rams yet, but they definitely they're 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 close. They're with they they can see them. They they can sniff them. They can <laughs> they can sniff the L A smog. <laughs> um, sniff. I. It's so that whole division, like you just look at that whole division right now. It's very if dominant. Seattle shows up and 
they don't get rid of Russell Wilson. Like Russell yeah. Wilson's right there. I mean, Seattle's right there, ready to pounce. Yeah. Seattle gets a couple pieces on defense, and they're right back up there. Yeah. Uh, like First and foremost, they need offensive line because if they don't uh, go out and get <laughs> offensive line, Russell Wilson's going bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> <got it. laughs> the the big question mark is San Francisco, and if San Francisco rebounds. That division is the toughest division in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Top they, to bottom. They, they've come out. They've said Jimmy Garoppolo will be their quarterback going really? into the season. Oh, wow. Yeah, unless something big something happens, happens that wow. changes right. that. But, That's shocking because everything that I heard was that they were completely and utterly over him. Yeah, they did come out. I think it was last week they came out and said that Jimmy Garoppolo is their starting quarterback moving forward. So, again, unless a, a big trade or something happens that shakes it up, nothing's ever was, truly guaranteed here. But they, they are committing to him, at least for now. And with Nick Boza, they had a ton of injuries last year. Yeah. Kittle will be back. Nick Boza will be back. So I definitely think that they're going to be a much better team. The, Bear, the Bears aren't trading for Kittle? <laughs> I'm not joking. The moment he said what he said in that he that post game, he likes the Bears press yeah, conference. I mean, no, yeah. he doesn't like him. He loves yeah, them. He, he loves he, them. He yeah. grew up a Bears fan and everything, but I still, he's still under contract. I don't think there's any chance that San Francisco's letting this guy go. Him. He's the, he's basically their best offensive player. Oh yeah. Oh, he's coming to Chicago. I'm putting that. Maybe, I'm putting maybe eventually. I'm, I'm putting that into the universe right yeah. now. I'll manifest that one. Yeah, <laughs> may, maybe eventually. I don't think it happens this no, year. I'm no, I'm just saying. But yeah, once again, the unknowns of San Francisco. Top to bottom, that could be the baddest division in the NFL next year. Depending how, uh, with Seattle fixing up their pieces, and if they keep Wilson, and then whatever, and then with uh, everyone, all the injuries that were out last year, and they come back for the 49ers, I could see it being like a four easy, a four way battle for that top spot in that division because that is. Such a tough competitive yeah. division that they got going on. Yeah, you have to remember, San Francisco rode that defense to a Super Bowl oh, two years yeah. ago. They rode the, so, the defense in the running game, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Oh, it yeah. was and, not the quarterback. Yeah, so no. they, they could very well be that team again I can here see next it. year. Yeah, it's 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 I'm I'm saying that has the potential of being the toughest division in the NFL next year. I'm oh. excited to see what happens. Yeah, and one quick note before Bring we Bring it on, on, Brandon. Um, if if Larry Fitzgerald returns to Arizona, oh, this please. will be the oh. first time that two Walter Payton Man of the Year award recipients are on the same roster playing at the same time. Look at oh, Brandon wow. coming JJ with Watt a little unique I totally, stuff. I didn't even think about that, but that's actually really cool. Well, that being said, enough of the breaking news around here. Time to get to the nuts and bolts. Nitty gritty. <laughs> the Bulls fold again in the fourth quarter like a cheap suit. What are the major issues? Here are our opinions next on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com Joe's Hot Dogs has been around since 1953, but I promise it's not old news. You don't have to like hot dogs to like Joe's on Plainfield Road in Joliet. Italian beef, hot dogs, shakes and sides. My family's had a relationship with Joe's Hot Dogs for three generations. Golden fries with a tad bit of salt and the perfect amount of crunch come in a bag as big as your hand. And that's just a small. For more on the menu, visit joeshotdogsjoliet.com. Bringing that classic Chicago flavor to the suburbs. That's Joe's Hot Dogs across from CVS on Plainfield Road in Joliet. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. 
It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and Windy City News Radio. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. That was money. Tell me that wasn't money. Yo, yo, yo. Check us out. We are the go-to guys. I'm your boy, Space. I'm your boy, MC. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We spitting all facts, all sports, all day. Yes, sir. Who else are you going to go to in the clutch? Lillard, long range three. And it's good! Keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news. We are the go-to guys. Where else are you going to get all your sports news from? You know. SportstownChicago.com. Oh, the anticipation, boys. There it is. <laughs> That's right. We are going to talk about the Bulls and how they keep folding in that fourth quarter like a cheap suit. And I want to throw this out there to our listeners right away. I want to hear from our listeners and hear what they think the major issues are with the Bulls this in the second half. Let's just say the second half in general. So get a hold of us at BlowTWhistle1 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, please. And I'm going to throw this to our boy, Tyler. Tyler, what are your thoughts? I know it was probably super frustrating for you. It is. Because you know how I've been saying every single time. (laughs) Every single time. Say it again. Say it again. You need to finish the game. Play four quarters through the entire game. I don't know how many times I gotta say you guys need to start listening. The Bulls need to start listening to our show. They listen to sometimes. I mean, they only listen to good things. They only they only hear the positives, man. I know. They, they only want to hear the positives. They need they need constructive criticism. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Yeah, when you're getting but, outscored 32 to 16 in the fourth quarter, oh, yeah. oh that was just absolutely it, tragic. Just, it's unacceptable. They were yeah. up going into the fourth quarter, 81 to 74, and then yeah, like you only scored 16 points in the fourth quarter. Come on, guys. They're much better than that. And the only one that really showed up in that game was Zach Levine. Who else? Shocker. Yeah. Ed, Who else? There's a reason. He's the only all-star from the team. And Yeah. Kobe Way, I think, will get there one day. Yeah. I think at some point. But he's still young. I guess my question to you is, is it, is it more... Let, let, let's put it to you. Let, let me put this question to you. Is it more defense or uh, immaturity, do you believe? Ooh. I think... The youth... Versus the defense. Go. Uh, <laughs> put me on the spot. Um, I think it can go both ways because 
defense is obviously the big key of it. You don't let up that many points if you're not scoring defense. But then how I can see the maturity way because they because they are so young. Um, I think what also could have been the issue is that they kind of got a little too cocky too early because you, I mean I would be a little excited that you're up against the Suns, which the Suns are doing really well over on the West. But I think it was just that they're like, all right, we got a nice lead, even though it wasn't that nice. You guys were up by like what seven at start of the fourth, and so I think it's just um, that they were just getting a little too cocky and that they were up, and then all of a sudden, here comes the Suns. Here comes the sun, and they just rolled over the Bulls in the fourth quarter. And I'm just going to put this out there because once again, you know, I'm not a hometown fan per se. Uh Um, Chris Paul, kudos to you, sir. I don't care what anybody says about you about not being a great teammate, blah, 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 blah. Every team he goes to gets exponentially better every oh, time yeah. he gets on a new team no and doubt. what this is like his fifth new team in like the last five years or something like that something like that yeah yeah it, it's it's amazing to me to went, see the absolute professionalism of that man and i could see that he is much happier with phoenix than he was with okc because i felt bad for him when he was at okc because there was literally he had no one with him uh when he was with the thunder and so now that He's got Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton over there with him at Phoenix. That gives him a lot of help, and you can just tell you can get a winning team out of with just at least those three guys. I I agree, but uh, on that note, let's get back to Chicago. What do you believe, gentlemen, that they need to do to fix the problem? I I, I think Donovan just needs to sit them all down and have a talk, and then just one practice, maybe a couple practices, because this is a big issue. Just focus on defense. Just focus. Get your guys trained and practiced on defense because we we know these guys can shoot. They can score. They can put the ball in the bucket, but they're not preventing the other team from getting the ball in the bucket more than we are. So they need to like coach, uh, Donovan just needs to tighten it down and get them to improve on their defense because if you improve on their defense and know how to finish games, then they can be a really dominant team. Do you see a trade in their future to try to help shore up the defense or put them over the top a little bit into the playoff picture? So I've been hearing rumors, which I totally disagree with. I think it's stupid. Um, Blake Griffin. No, no, no. No, Dog. no, no. <laughs> no trading away, okay. putting Zach Levine on the market, which I get it because they're like, He's hot. He's hot. He's a hot commodity, for sure. But I think of what you can obviously notice of the years he's been with Chicago, you got to revolve the team around him. He's he's that key player. That's how the NBA is now. You revolve revolve a bunch of other players with your all-star, which now we can call him that because he's an all-star. Yeah. Kind of cool. So that's that's some rumors I've been hearing. I think that's dumb. I don't think they should because you still got plenty of years with – Zach Levine, especially now that he's in his prime, you get you just keep him, even though the market is good because he's worth m- much more now. But they're probably I could possibly see a trade coming in because they need to add someone else on that roster. I don't know if a trade is going to come, but I want to ask: Do you think a trade is going to come, Brandon, or do you believe that they might just stick with who, what they've got and see if they can't get the young talent in that on that team? 
to start playing a little more. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard rumors as well about different trade options that they could potentially do. I know uh, Thaddeus Young was one of the guys who was thrown out mm. there as possibly being traded away or just uh, maybe trade away a veteran player or something just to see what they can get back. And just if, if someone does get hot, trade them away just to try to add to the core or do something to put you over the top. So that would it, it's possible. That but, would make sense because you bring you mainly at this point, you bring in the veterans just to teach your young players. So now that you got the the older guys training and working with the younger guys and showing them how showing them the ropes, and not to mention Thaddeus Young is playing pretty well this season. So I mean, you could get something out of him. So I mean, that I can see that would make a lot of sense. I I would hate the Thaddeus Young trade. If really? you want me to be completely honest, he's he's their spark plug coming off the bench. I you can't deny that it is true. It he's is been true. playing great basketball. He's a consummate professional i think if my opinion if you want my opinion you don't trade anybody you have these veterans step up a little bit more and show these guys hey this is what we need to do to take it we have it at this level but we need to take it to this level so this is what we need to do we need to focus a little bit more on defense and a little less on scoring because if we score 20 points less we're still what at 100 points a game so, and if our defense shores up, we shouldn't have an issue outscoring anybody. Oh, heck no. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be having that in the start. If you're scoring that many points, oh, it's kind I of don't. ridiculous you're allowing that much more points. Well, and I mean, have you watched the NBA this year? Yeah, it's like sure. an all-star game every game. It really is. <laughs> defense really is, is non-existent in the NBA right now, but... That's why I don't like the NBA as much now that I did back in the day. They're a little... It, the, the Bulls are a little worse than most teams oh, when it comes to defense. I think they're... Last I saw, they're like ranked 27th, 28th on points allowed. Oh. That's, that's bad. Yeah, that's not good, boys. No, but yet, yet they're ranked at like... Top five in scoring overall. Makes no sense. It, 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 so, I guess my question in the end is, you think it's more of a a defensive issue than it is a, a youth and inconsistency issue? Well, yeah, I think it's more defense, but like the youth thing totally would make sense too because they're still a young and fresh team. Like This is Kobe White's only second year. And then marketing, he's he, marketing's been around, but that's just like with injuries that he's. But been yeah, that's the whole point with marketing is yeah he's he's been around, but how much of that time has been spent on the floor? Right, exactly. Yeah, and that could out. be said about a, a number of guys on this roster as well. Yeah. and we're we're cheering for you, Bulls. We're absolutely, absolutely cheering for you, and we want we want. That's why we keep giving you guys advice. Right now, they're the second hottest team in Chicago. Yeah, the second <laughs> Blackhawks still the hottest. See, but I. But just a little tease, I don't even think the Blackhawks are the hottest team in the state right now. Oh, no. Oh, let's not, <laughs> let's not jinx that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I look forward to seeing the development of the young talent and seeing if Billy Donovan can bring this young Bulls team to that next level because he has them primed for a, a playoff berth. Now, whether yeah. that that playoff run happens all depends on, in, at least in my eyes, on the 
development of that young talent and to see the defense get a little more shored up. Like I think it would be a really cool story. Bulls just make it in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, switch flips, and these pools just go on. That's just my fantasy. That's <laughs> my <laughs> fantasy. But, I mean, that'd be kind of funny. It'd be, like, a cool story to say. But, yeah, no, it's, they're they're up in the board, like, the leaderboards right now in uh well, they're, they're moving up in the ranks in the East. So, right now, they're if playoffs started right now, they'd be in the playoffs. But, but like I said, it, it's great to be in the playoffs it's first a, year as a coach for the Bulls. Oh, yeah. But there's talent. And, there and talent. you can see it offensively. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not they can get it to convert into defensive talent. And I'm not saying they need to be a shutdown defense. No. Absolutely not. I'm not expecting that. But you do have a cornerstone to that defense that you've drafted this year. Yeah. Patrick Williams is a man beast when it comes to defense and oh, he's yeah. asked to play against the best in the business to make himself even that much better. That's why I love that pick so much. And I'm so excited to see what he's going to do for the bulls in the future years. Well, that being said, that's enough of the bull talk. <laughs> Guess what time it is, boys. Guess what time it is. That's right. It's time for the greatest segment in radio today. That's right. It's your killing me smalls. And if you have a moment this week in sports that has you say you're killing me smalls, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BlowTWhistle1. But first, here's Tyler with a sports update. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. I'm Tyler Buterbaugh with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. In breaking news, J.J. Watt has announced that he is signing with the Arizona Cardinals on a two-year, $31 million deal that will include $23 million guaranteed. The Blackhawks are now third in the Central Division, coming off a 7-2 victory in last night's matchup against the Red Wings. Patrick McCain recorded his 400th goal, and here's the live play and what he had to say about it. Collected by DeBrinket. Now he and Kane come on a two-on-one. Kane delays. He'll drag it. His shot. He scores! That's hockey, baby! That's 400 for Patrick Kane! I think the biggest thing is once you you start, you know, reaching these type of milestones, you know, 400 goals and 1,000 games coming up, it kind of, uh, that leaves you wanting more. It's exciting to achieve them and, uh, you know, nice to have these type of milestones. Probably means I played a while, but you just want to keep getting better and keep trying to help the team as best as you can. And for me, that's, you know, getting the puck as much as possible and creating plays, you know, try to create scoring chances. So try to just keep improving on that. The Blackhawks' next game is set to play Wednesday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Bulls are coming off a tough loss Friday to the Suns, 106-97, after being outscored in the fourth quarter, 32-16. The Bulls were set to play the Raptors last night, but due to COVID numbers, they had to be postponed. Details on when they will be played will be announced. They will play the Nuggets tonight at 7. Spring training has started, and the White Sox took a tough 7-2 loss to the Brewers in Sunday's matchup. The White Sox will play the Angels today at 2-10 and wish to come off yesterday's loss. The Cubs start off their training today and will play the Padres at 2-10. In college basketball, number five Illinois beat number twenty-three Wisconsin seventy-four to sixty-nine. Number twenty-one Loyola Chicago beat Southern Illinois sixty-five to fifty-eight. Number four Ohio State got upset by number nine Iowa seventy-three to fifty-seven. And this has been your SportsTownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. You're killing me, Smalls. 
That's right, boys. It's that time again. It's time for your Killing Me Smalls. That's right. Uh, most popular segment on this show. Most popular segment, I might say. In, in radio yeah, history. History. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Well, boys, I'm going to switch it up, and I'm going to go first day because I'm feeling a little greedy. Okay. My You're Killing Me Smalls goes out to the one, the only, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Bro, I get that you're upset that you don't have any kind of protection, quote unquote, and maybe Seattle runs a little too much, but that's not my issue. My issue is with the teams that you said that you were interested in. I get it. Dallas, intriguing. New New Orleans, very intriguing. Chicago? What? Yeah, I get it, Chicago boys. You want to see Russell Wilson in a in a Chicago Bears uniform, but guess what? He's over there complaining about Seattle's pass protection and running the ball too much. Nah, Chicago's not your team, boy. Chicago's not your team, Russell. That is the weirdest statement I have ever heard from a guy who's complaining about having protection and running the ball too much. And for that, I am going to say Russell Wilson. All right, Tyler. You know what? That kind of hurt. I'm not going to lie. I, hey, listen. Just deal with it. I, 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 I'm Let us one have that, hope. I'm the one that takes that outside Chicago perspective and puts it into perspective for y'all. You know what? Fine. <laughs> what do you got, Tyler? All right. So this one I found really funny. So the Atlanta Hawks and the Oklahoma City Thunder played on Friday. Oklahoma at halftime had to switch out their jerseys. You know why? Because Oklahoma decided to wear their blood orange jerseys, all blood orange color, while the Hawks wore their bright red jerseys. Ooh. You could not tell the difference on that court. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who my teammate is. (laughs) It looked like a bunch of red and orange people just running around on the court. So at halftime, Oklahoma came back and they were wearing white jerseys, you know, so we can tell the difference. And I just thought this was funny because... We've they've sports has had an issue with this before. Do you guys remember when the Jets and Bills played against each other and they had the color rush jerseys? The Jets were yeah, all yeah. green and the uh, Bills were all red. Well, apparently, with that that game with the colors, people that are colorblind, both jerseys to them looked exactly the same, so they couldn't tell the difference. So this reminded me of that. I'm like, come on, got NBA and NFL. You'd think by now you would. Be able to color coordinate. You learn that in preschool on colors. And color coordinate on what colors you can tell the difference by. So, in this case, OKC for picking the exact same color as the Hawks. All right, Brandon, it's to you. All right, I'm going to throw some love out to Ryan Ooh. Carpenter. Ooh, Ryan Carpenter, the centerman for one of the centermen for the Blackhawks. He had a career day yesterday. Two goals, his first career multi goal game, but he was not named one of the three stars of the game. And to have the first multi goal, the multi 
multi-goal game of your career and still not even be named one of the top three stars of the game. And he understands it, and I understand why. It's because Patrick Kane, number one star of the game, scores his 400th career NHL goal. Alex Dabrinkit, number two star of the game, had a goal and three assists. And Kevin Lankinen had a career-high 44 saves in the game. Wow. 44 of 46. Wow. So <laughs> I understand why. The poor guy. Yeah, what? I understand why Carpenter was left off the list because all three of those guys were well-deserving of being named a star of the game. But the fact that the guy scores two goals for the first time of his career and he still is left off the list of being... He still can't make the list of top stars of the game. So for that reason, I I guess Blackhawks for being too good. That's uh, a positive. You're killing me. Smalls. That's a positive. You're killing me. Smalls, but at the same time, you know that dude's in the locker room going, "Yeah, dang you, it, Kane. You had to pick today to a, score four hundred. Son yeah. of a gun, Kane. Come, Come on, man. Later. Yeah, don't be so selfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Showtime. Uh, nice job, Kaner. I'm so proud. You're Jerk. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and going back to your style, can you just imagine, like? Where, uh, who's who's my, playing? Who, who's my teammate? <laughs> Which I would I would have been surprised if they passed if they passed with the wrong teammate. Like ah crap, same color. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I can't tell who is who, and the, and the the play by play guys are going insane. Who's oh, got yeah. the ball? <laughs> that guy's passing yeah. it to that guy. Oh, that was the wrong guy. Yeah, that, that's number twenty four of. Which team is that? <laughs> it's Brandon's nightmare is yeah. a play-by-play it person. It really is because I actually, I actually am color deficient. So oh no! It would crush me. I, feel, I have no idea who has the ball. They're running in this direction. I assume they know where they're going. I have no idea where I'm going right now with who, what I'm talking about. And who, who I'm who's talking even about. playing right now? Yeah. I don't even know who these teams are. And I know I crushed you guys a little bit. And the Bears' dreams, but it, I, I get it. Sure. I thought the same team. I, I, yeah, I was Chicago. No. It's like out of all, right, all the teams, like right. three <laughs> really good choices. Russell, who was his fourth? I can't even remember. It his was fourth. Vegas. Okay, Dallas, yeah, Vegas. Uh, Vegas Chicago. made sense too because they're right there. Uh huh. I mean, you're in the same. Di- <laughs> I know why he didn't pick Vegas. <laughs> You're in the same division as Patrick Mahomes. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, I don't need. I don't know. Oh, I don't. Thanks. I don't need to see him twice a year. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But then you just throw. It was like the the little orphan kid. Here, let's throw this one in so he feels good about himself. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Chicago. Something to make you happy. Here you go. <laughs> but yeah, like you're complaining about your your protection as a passer. Yeah, and I. If you're looking for offensive line, I guess, yeah, Chicago, the interior, it looked good at the end of the year. It did. It did. But there are still questions on the outer edge, and there's questions moving forward of will that interior hold up moving forward. But my whole thing was the interior looked good because they changed the scheme. Yeah. You're dinking and dunking. That's not what Russell Wilson's. I almost did it. Did you see that? Yep, I almost yep. did it. That's Russell Wilson. That's not Russell Wilson's game. No. Russell Wilson's is a, is a mid to deep balls. He's basically want to leave one team to a team that's got the exact same issue, and he's leaving it because of that issue, which makes it makes no sense. He's but not you know, going hey, Wilson, anywhere. He's Russell, not. If you want to come here? 
we'll be glad to have you. Oh, absolutely. Chicago would love to have him, but he's not going anywhere. They're going to go and draft some offensive linemen, probably go out and get a solid veteran as well. There's no way in... in Alex Smith. Alex Smith. That's what I saw don't, in the NFL. Don't, it's possible that... Uh, don't start don't with your likely, shenanigans. I yeah, like Alex Smith, and this I love could be, this. Could be the second part of your killing. Me I love Alex Smith. <laughs> no, I love Alex Smith, no, I and do, I love that story, man. But he him. doesn't fit that scheme no. at all, at all. No, 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 no. But that being said, boys, it's time to wind down the segment. I feel bad for Aww. our our boy on the Blackhawks. Wah, wah, wah. Sad. I Ooh. I really do. And for the play-by-play guys, I feel sad for. <laughs> I throw that. I'll throw some love out to the play-by-play guys that had to deal with that for a little bit. And then, you know, Russell, it's okay. We understand you just threw Chicago out there to get all the all the Chicago people excited a little bit. Don't tease me, Russell. He, he such a tease. Don't such a tease. Stop it. <laughs> but that being said, unfortunately, it's time to kill. You're killing me small segment for this week. Now coming up, the NBA might be making a critical error in their decisions. Find out what that is next on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Longtime fans, sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com. What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Hey, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eat or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I can see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion? The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. This is Joe Perry and Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. High School Sports is here in SportsTownChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across Northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball. 
We at SportsTownChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsTownChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the league of our own. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportsTownChicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly, because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours, and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE teach early. Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you on your job search. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball. News, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat! That's right. Warning, people. Warning. 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 <laughs> Actually, the, I guess the warning should go out to the NBA for possibly making a catastrophic mistake. And I'm going to throw this question out to our listeners. Do you believe that the All-Star game should be canceled due to COVID issues? I'm going to throw it over to Brandon and let him give us a little more information on everything. Yeah, so it's definitely... A factor because here in Chicago, you just saw the Chicago Bulls and Toronto Raptors game that was scheduled for yesterday. It was postponed due to COVID. It's yet another cancellation or postponement in the NBA. And there have been players in the NBA, including all stars, including Captain LeBron James, who have LeBron James. They don't, they don't believe that the game should be played. LeBron James, before the rosters even came out, said that he thought that this was not the time to be playing a game like the All-Star game, playing an exhibition game. And the Atlanta mayor, so the game is going to be in Atlanta. The Atlanta mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, has said that she is highly concerned that this could be a super spreader event. I can totally see. Now, um, I can't remember. Are they allowing fans at these events or no? 
I don't believe. Let me, if so, it's a limited number. I don't believe fans I don't think, are allowed. Yeah, I don't think I, they're letting anybody. I, know the, I didn't think so. Yeah, I think the players are allowed a couple of guests, and everyone okay. that goes has to be. It's it's kind of like a bubble format. They're gonna yeah. be at the hotel and everything. Go to the go to the arena and then okay. play. But the fact that so she's concerned that although they've put out warnings and everything they've urged businesses not to and bars not to hold gatherings for this event there are still signs around atlanta at different restaurants and bars basically promoting hey come here to celebrate the all-star game come watch the all-star game at our bar and so there what she wants and what is happening in atlanta some business owners are just ignoring her her concerns and her request. And so there's obviously no way to possibly contain everything and say, Hey, we don't want you guys gathering. There's no way to truly control that for everyone. So with that being said, should they, the NBA possibly take the lead and say, all right, this could be last year was Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras was the huge spreader right at the beginning and yeah, could yeah. this be that type of event? Well, and I guess that's the real question. Should you cancel it? And to be quite honest, I'm actually shocked if you have your your face of your your brand, the NBA, and your face, LeBron James comes out and goes, we should not be playing this game. We should yeah. not be doing this. I am surprised that the NBA hasn't taken heed of that and canceled the game already. Because I think what they're forgetting, we're still in the midst of the pandemic. There's still the COVID still floating around, and especially now that teams are having COVID issues, like they're they're getting and stuff like that, and having them travel all into the one hotel that that's being held. That's just that's silly. Well, and not even. Not not just the fact that COVID is still present and still a viable issue. Now you have the UK strain making its presence known in in the United States, yeah. and that's scary in itself. So, are you tempting fate and possibly tempting the rest of uh, the rest of your season going well by just trying to make some money by doing the All Star break? It's just uh, it's just a. Uh a, uh, a risk that's not like I'm trying to think of the word necessary. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah just basically. Not worth it, yeah. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's right. it's, it's, it's greedy because oh, absolutely. The NBA uh, wants to do this just to make their money and stuff like that. But it's like you got to worry about people not getting sick. We're still trying to overcome this crap. And that was part of the reason why the NBA worked so well. Last year, yeah, yeah because that was, because yeah. they were in the bubble and no one was coming into that bubble. That's why it surprises me that with how well they formatted it and had it set up where no one left, everyone was in the same spot, played in the same stadium, and they're going to do something like this. I'm like, that's just kind of dumb. Yeah, and that's where I think the way that the NBA is probably looking at it is, hey, we're doing a bubble system. We're going to keep the players and everything in the hotel so the players will likely be safe. However, they're not thinking necessarily about any fans that might gather and everything. Obviously, they're gathering at their own risk. But the NBA has to know that some of these gatherings are going to be taking place. Right, like exactly what you were saying. You you bring in an event. P- 
people are going to want to get together for it. Yeah, and here here is what James had to say. This was February 5th, so a little under a month ago, but it the numbers are still here. The, yeah. It's still relevant. Absolutely. And he said, I have zero energy and zero excitement about an all-star game this year. And he went on to say, I don't understand. Don't even understand why we're having an all-star game, but it's the agreement I signed up for. But it's pretty much kind of a slap in the face. Wow. I mean, he realizes just as much as everybody else that this is still an issue and this could be putting the rest of the season in jeopardy by doing all this. Now, you said the players more than likely will be okay but you never know. Right. You can exactly. be as safe as safe can be for 99.9% of the time that you're dealing with this, and it's that point one that's going to come up and bite you in the booty. Exactly. You never know when, where it's going to hit you, when it's going to hit you. This coming from a guy who's dealt with it. I've yeah. had COVID. Yeah. Didn't expect that I was going to get it. Not going to lie. Yeah. But it just came out of nowhere. So And completely ruined his yeah. Olive Garden. Completely ruined your Olive Garden experience. Yeah. Oh, and the big thing with the that NBA the is it's not just okay some missing players. These are this is the All Star team. Like these are the top players in the league that you're potentially putting at risk too. So these guys go down. What does that? What happens moving forward if you're missing all of the top stars? They're because gonna, if if one guy gets it, potentially all these stars have to be well, in quarantine for a time. And let's let's not let's not be completely naive. There's going to be parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's going to be fun. Yeah. If it happens in the, the hotel that they're putting everybody up in, I'll be shocked. Um, One of the all-stars has already proven that he doesn't care about the restrictions, a.k.a. James Harden, has gone out already and partied and yeah. without a mask and been documented as such. So that being said, it just takes one of those guys having a momentary... I want to be selfish and go have some fun. Exactly. And it's going to blow up that whole thing. Exactly. It's just exactly what you said. It's going to take one person to just be like, oh, screw it. I don't care. And then ruin it for everyone. And that could, like you said, Brandon, that can like infect all these all-stars. And then what are you going to do? All of the top-notch players are out for two weeks. And now it's just going to be, no one's going to want to watch the NBA because it's not going to be exciting. Yeah. At, At that point, you're basically just postponing the entire season you'd just oh move you'd ha- yeah back. you'd yeah. have yeah. to move everything back again it'd be it'd be stupid just one like taking out one weekend would be able to keep keep that whole season but like if you guys if they have this nba all-star weekend that can ruin the entire season so do you you both are in agreement that it's coming down it's just coming down to the money that's the whole reason I, I they're so. doing it. Yeah, I think, I think so. that's that's what the All Star Game's all about. Kind of, it, if it's not a fan experience, if all the fans can be there, it's more. It, it's still about the money, but it is a fun time for the fans. It's yeah. fun for the players. But yeah, in this instance, if you can't even have fans there, it's just about the money. Exactly. Well, and I mean, my whole thing is okay. Yeah, I, I understand you're trying to do restrictions and everything, but if you're going to hold the M- the NBA All Star Weekend. You're taking one of the best parts of the NBA All-Star Weekend out of the weekend with the celebrity basketball game? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? Like, I get that you want to be in a bubble and you want to make sure everybody's safe, but you're you're getting COVID tests how often? Every, every... The only thing that I could see them do to make it maybe a little bit better, but even still, if, if they really want to do the All-Star game, just do the All-Star game because then that's less players you have to worry about bringing in. 
you cancel because they, they you can't they cancel the celebrity game, one of the most fun events to watch. Yeah. But then you cancel the dunk contest and ten, three point contest because honestly, how I see it is, what's the point of having either of those right now? Because they're playing on the same day, and the all stars that are gonna could play in either of those events, they're not gonna want to play because they're gonna be too damn tired. Or, or I'm just gonna throw this out there. What? You have nothing but all stars do the dunk contest and the three point contest. Whoa. <laughs> you just came up with something. Um, <laughs> let's have Zion, LeBron, uh, <laughs> Zach Levine, and Zach Levine. So no game, just the skills contest. I no, I'm saying you have the oh, game in addition, but, but, they, but those are the only guys. But those yeah. are the only guys that can participate <laughs> in the skills competitions, like the yeah. dunk contest and the three point contest. That. I do. Oh man, could you imagine that dunk contest? Zion, LeBron, LeBron Levine. Levine. Well, Levine's already said he doesn't want to do it. He's doing the three point contest. So. Yeah, which he'll be really good at that. But you could get other guys to go in there and have oh, some yeah. fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Just actually, have, just go have fun. I think we're onto something, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And typically, that probably would work. At, but like Tyler said, with it being all the same day. That would probably not go over well if the league came out and said, hey, you guys are doing this. It's in your country. Like, you, you guys have to do this as as all-stars. I, there would be quite a bit of backlash that I could oh, I'm foresee sure, yeah. that. I'm sure. All right, boys. Enough of this COVID talk. We talk about, we've been talking about COVID for the last year and a half, for goodness sakes. We're not sick of it. Uh, I'm, I'm, it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I couldn't taste that at all. Ha! <laughs> ha! I, I literally couldn't. Well, that being said, it is the bottom of the hour. We are going to get say goodbye to our boy, Tyler. He's got to get running. But guess what? Special guest. We have a special surprise guest coming in here, and I'm not telling you who it is. But when we come back, spring is here, and there are multiple stories to follow on both sides of the town. Listen to our take coming up on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com Joe's Hot Dogs has been around since 1953, but I promise it's not old news. You don't have to like hot dogs to like Joe's on Plainfield Road in Joliet. Italian beef, hot dogs, shakes and sides. My family's had a relationship with Joe's Hot Dogs for three generations. Golden fries with a tad bit of salt and the perfect amount of crunch come in a bag as big as your hand. And that's just small. For more on the menu, visit joeshotdogsjoliet.com. Bringing that classic Chicago flavor to the suburbs. That's Joe's Hot Dogs across from CVS on Plainfield Road in Joliet. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and Windy City News Radio. 
The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. That was money. Tell me that wasn't money. Yo, yo, yo. Check us out. We are the go-to guys. I'm your boy, Space. I'm your boy, MC. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We spitting all facts, all sports, all day. Yes, sir. Who else are you going to go to in the clutch? Lillard, long range three. And it's good! Keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news. We are the go-to guys. Where else are you going to get all your sports news from? You know. SportstownChicago.com. I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the P on Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to beonair.com. Arizona gave 31 million reasons why J.J. Watt should play for them, and in the, in the end, that is where he will go. Sources say Watt has agreed to a two-year, $31 million deal with the Cardinals with $23 million guaranteed. In hockey, Patrick Kane scored the 400th goal of his career, and Kevin Lankinen made a career-high 44 saves as the Blackhawks beat the Red Wings 7-2. Bulls had their game last night against the Raptors postponed due to COVID as Toronto did not have enough players available. Bulls take on the Nuggets tonight at 7. Spring training, White Sox lost yesterday to the Brewers 7-2 to open up their Cactus League play, and they are currently taking on the Angels. That is in the top of the third. Angels lead 1-0. Cubs' first game of the spring is also underway. They are currently in the middle of the fourth, heading into the bottom of the fourth. That game is scoreless. Kyle Hendricks went two scoreless innings, allowing one hit and a walk. NCAA basketball, number four, Ohio State, upset by number nine, Iowa, 73-57. Number eight, Villanova, upset by Butler, 73-61. And tomorrow, number four, Illinois, plays number two, Michigan at six. NIU plays Western Michigan at six. And DePaul takes on Marquette at eight. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. All right, it's hour number two. Hey, blow the whistle. In this hour, we're going to talk a little spring training, a little women's athletics because it is hey, uh, women's history. Women's History yep. Month this month, and then we're gonna we're gonna end it off with Brandon's favorite topic. Yeah, and we also have some. Uh, well, no, 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 no. I'm David Dykstra. <laughs> That's Brandon Januska over there trying to ruin my stuff. <laughs> and if we're going to introduce him, we got to introduce him right. 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is royalty in the house. It is Andrew Valentin. Yep, joining us once again. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, I guess you you didn't hate the first time too much. Oh, it is a pleasure. To have <laughs> back Andrew Valentin of X Bomb Sports. Thank you guys for having me. It's it's a pleasure to be back, guys. It's, it's, it's really great. It's the Godfather over there. <laughs> I should have played Godfather music instead. Off but the he, is the, he is the he is the king. He is the king. Well, that being said, Brandon, you know what time it is. It's, it's baseball. baseball time. It's baseball time. <laughs> woo! Woo! <laughs> it's going to become a thing, Brandon. You've just now... It's now to, become buddy. a I thing. It has absolutely become a thing. <laughs> and that being said, let me let me just... I'm, gonna, I'm in a little bit of a music mood, so let me just... That's right. Cubs. Socks. It's time to get it started. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Get a little vibe going. Brandon's excited. He's over there watching updates like constantly and <laughs> see how the Cubs are doing. What's going on? How are they doing? Who's pitching? Third inning just ended. <laughs> I told you. It's Five updates for everybody out there. <laughs> it's fantastic. This is what I love. This is what I love. Well, Brandon, let, let, let's talk about questions. Let's talk about stories that are developing. What's going on on both sides? Well, Strike that. Brandon, what's going on on the north side? Because yeah, I'm not yeah, getting yeah. your bias when it comes to the <laughs> south side. I'm that's why we brought in Andrew. That's why we truly brought in Andrew. All right, so we are going to start with top stories for the Cubs. And obviously the biggest thing, really the biggest question about this team has to be the rotation right now. And how are they going to do? Kyle Hendricks, I said, pitched two shutout innings today. Good to see him back on the mound. He is likely to be the opening day starter. But behind him, that's where all the questions lie. Zach Davies, Alec Mills, Jake Arrieta, Alzale, Trevor Williams, Tyson Miller, Braylon Marquez, potentially. They're all going to be battling potentially for a spot in this rotation. And so the real question, I guess, is, what will that rotation look like? Because David Ross has said that they are going to stick with a five-man rotation, at least initially. All right. Uh, to me, it's all about how how your how your youth develops and how your inexperience mm-hmm. develops on that rotation. If they come out and go lights out, I'm not going to read too much into it because those first couple times, teams haven't seen them. Yeah. They, and and they'll, they'll have the upper hand. It's going to be that third time around, that division. Yeah. And the other teams, and let's see what happens. Yeah, definitely. I would say Hendricks, Davies, probably Arietta, Mills are all safe. That's four spots already. So that leaves Alzale, Trevor Williams, Tyson Miller, Marquez, I don't think will be there. I think he'll start in the minors. So, yeah, really. So you think. In my opinion, I think Trevor Williams probably gets it, but I think Alzale has is probably the cl- the next option. Okay. Okay. Any thoughts, Andrew? I mean, I like Williams. I think he's he's got really good motion, and obviously his the speed off of his ball is incredible. But Alizé is just so interesting because he seems to have such a keen eye for finding, like, that right pitch at the right moment. And you can see it from everything from his motion to the release on the ball and everything, the backspin he can get off of it too. I he has he I, he has some incredible things that he can throw at you. It's not just a pound away at the fastball kind of stuff. He can throw all different types of pitches there. So 
I mean, I'm. I think he. I. I mean, listen. On both sides, for North and South, we're still trying to figure out who the guy in the back of our rotation is going to be. I like Alize though, and I think the Cubs do too. Because all I see from articles, be it the the Cubs beat writers or anybody who talks the Cubs sports out there, they're they're really digging on this kid, and I can understand that completely. I mean, he has he has everything I think you're looking for in a starting pitcher, not just as a five, but as a guy that maybe could even move up in the rankings as he gets older. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely. A guy for the future of the rotation. The real question will be: Do they start him in the minors, or does he does he steal that fifth spot? Can yeah. I can I just say it's an absolute pleasure to have a fellow former catcher talking about <laughs> pitching, like the insight that he has that most people are like. And I pitched too, so I did both. Yeah, oh, so I, look at it! Let I me just let, excuse me. Let me just throw this out here. I pitched yeah. too, man. Well, I played third base, pitched and caught. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I was I was a closer. I was a closer. So. Okay. And yeah, really, the other big question that I have before we move on to the White Sox. Wow! Look at this. <laughs> Just the tone. (laughs) All right. But the real, the other big question for the Cubs roster, in my opinion, is that outfield spot. So obviously, Jack Peterson, the big, the big signee, he's going to be locked in. Ian Happ, Jason Hayward is locked in. That's only three outfielders. Obviously, you're going to run with more than three outfielders. And so they brought back. Cameron Mabin, but he's on a minor league contract. And then Jace Marisnik is another guy that they brought in. Fukudomi? <laughs> he might still be playing. Yeah, I, I think he might. So. <laughs> but, yeah, so really that fourth outfielder spot, and they could go with five. That's the real question. Do they go with more outfielders, infielders? But I think a big battle is going to be between Jake Marisnik and Cameron Mabin. Marisnik's on a major league contract mm-hmm. where Cameron Mabin was only signed to a minor league contract. However, he was here last year. He was in Chicago last year to end the season. So I think that's going to be a big battle to watch. And I think it will come down to who has the better spring between those two guys. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I may, I'll say this. I like Mabin because I think he adds yeah, I'm that. right there with you. Yeah. He, he just, he's it's again, it's like, it's what you see with Jason Hayward, right? It's that veteran voice you're adding into the ball club. I wanted to ask you this though, Brandon, just real quick yeah. before we get to the South side and Woo-hoo! give those loves to those boys. Yeah. But I'm what, just more time with the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to know, do you, cause I've been thinking about this with all the, cause they have a lot of young infielders out yes. there. So I wanted to know for your sake, do you think that maybe they'll take some of those young outfielders and try to convert them to outfielders? Cause that's not, we've obviously seen them do that kind of stuff before when Joe Madden was there as the manager. So do you think that that's another possibility? Yeah, definitely it is. Uh, Ian Happ is even a great example. Ian Happ came up as an infielder, and now he's slotted in as their starting center fielder. So, yeah, definitely some of these infielders could be out there. Uh, Nico Horner, he's played in the outfield before. Mm -hmm. And Bodie, not so much. He's more – he's – I take – I still think you put – he's going to stay in the infield. I'm sorry. I I still say you put Bodie at third base and you put – Chris, out, the outfield. Out the Chris is probably going to play plenty of time in the outfield this mm-hmm. year. They've even thrown Contreras out there. So, yeah, and that's where I think the Cubs could run with just four outfielders where it's Mabin or Marisnik, and they just go with their infield depth and the versatility to fill up that extra outfield slot. And if there's an injury, I don't think you do that long term. Then you probably go out and get someone, but... 
just for to get to give guys a rest. Yeah, you could definitely do that. All right, Brandon, you've monopolized enough time. <laughs> it's time to talk about it's the future turn. World Series champions of 2021, the right. Chicago White Sox. I didn't think we were talking Dodgers. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow! Wow! That's kind of hard to argue against. I prefer the Padres to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so what are your, the White Sox. What are your thoughts, Andrew? I mean, listen, I understand that. First off, that I know I know they lost that first spring training game. And yeah, I know it's all they, over. It's it's all over, said and done with. Let's move on. Let's be honest, though. Everybody that was playing in that game, a lot of those guys, it was about seeing who they are, how they're going to develop, what where they're at right now and stuff. So, And I know certain guys didn't exactly show up i put that in quotation marks to say but this is still this is still a really good team regardless i mean you've got a great bullpen with guys like eric marshall aaron bummer's one of the top guys out there as a reliever you add in a guy like kendricks to now be your closer and stuff you have mason foster who can slip in as like that six starter reliever kind of guy plus you've got the option of crochet who can also be a starter potentially and is going to maybe work in the bullpen and i, I mean it, they have so much that they can work with obviously the big story is what's going to happen with that fifth guy. And that kind of coincides with what's going to happen with Michael Kopech, right? Because he's kind of the big talent that everybody's looking at. Everybody's saying, well, you know, you took him in the first round. You knew what he was. He gets hurt. Now is he the same guy? It's been two years since he's even thrown a, thrown a ball. And honestly, I've seen him pitch. I've seen the videos of him throwing the ball. He looks like he's back to his normal throwing motion. He looks like he's squaring up the 90-degree angle, bringing the ball off. He's got the speed coming. It's not going to be the same 100-mile-per-hour fastball, but you can see he's working the slider. He's working the changeup. He's working in those other pitches, finding location. It's not about just grip it and rip it anymore. You know, It's about actually having location and getting into the box and funny squaring how that, those guys off. Funny how that happens when someone gets injured. Yeah, and, <laughs> exactly. And my big question for you, actually, and for mm. everyone out there, any, any other Sox fans out there definitely let us know <laughs> he I'm, says that is there's so few yeah. <laughs> come on man there if are more than 100 there, of us <laughs> if you're out there listening somewhere let andrew know he wants to meet up with you uh, and, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> we'll hang we'll hang yeah um but no oh my, my real gosh. question is so carlos mm. rodan i know you're not the biggest fan of him oh, but of kind of the options <laughs> ronaldo lopez michael kopech carlos rodan is the only one they non-tendered him, but mm -hmm. then they brought him back on a major league contract. Yes. So that's fully guaranteed. All the other guys have minor league options right. where if you send Rodon down, you have to place him on waivers or you have to cut him, and then you're just paying him to leave again. So do you think he has the upper hand for that reason, just because he has a major league contract? I Absolutely. I, th I, I mean, listen, no matter how good this team looks, it's still the White Sox. I understand who's at the top of the list when it comes to the management. Reinsdorf has the call and. Kenny Williams, you know, I just he, he's saying my, his name makes my skin crawl. I, me and Kenny's got something going on. I don't know what it is. It's not good, but personal beef, exactly. But uh, when it comes to a guy like Carlos Rodon, listen, I did think that there could be something there when they drafted him. But obviously, what was disconcerting about when he came out was that. He had a losing record when he was coming out of college, and he did miss the mark a lot. And obviously, he's still, it's like 90 pitches, and we're in the third inning. And that's still a problem that he has. And unless he become more of a location guy and less of a burner, I, I mean, which I think he can be, but at this point, 
I would rather see him go to the bullpen, but I understand what they're going to try to do. They're going to say, listen, we've invested all this time and money into him at this point. We want to see if he can still get it done. So they'll probably plug him in as the fifth guy, I think. I think he's the idea for the fifth guy right now. But I think at some point they're going to have to repeal that because there's just there's a lot of talent on this team. And I think that either Kopech's going to show it or Crochet is going to show it. Somebody from that bullpen that's supposed to be a starter is going to step up and be that next guy that replaces him. So, And I think, honestly, Rodon's place should be somewhere in the bullpen or rather off the team. But, you know, that's, that's personal, <laughs> personal, personal, yeah. that's personal, personal issues coming in. Personal feelings aside, <laughs> I do think he's going to be slatted, slotted in as that fifth guy but i think at some point he will get pulled out because somebody will step up okay and that's my hope at least too also so all right so unfortunately brandon that's all the time we have for baseball till next time till next <laughs> oh gg you're just the tone just the tone I know. all right well march is women's history month and every monday this month we will be focused on great women athletes See who we talk about today here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Longtime fans. Sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com. What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Hey, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eat or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion? The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. High School Sports is here, and SportsOnChicago.com, we are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball, we at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in a league of our own.
That's right. We're here and we're going to dedicate a segment every Monday to those great female athletes out there. They deserve love as much as anybody else because guess what? There's some athletes out there that are better than the boys. I'm going to throw it over to you, Brandon. What are we what are we talking about today? So today we are starting off with the US women's national team, the women's soccer team, the national team. Speaking and- speaking of teams that are better than the boys team. <laughs> By a mile still. By a mile. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're fresh off yet another win. So <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. yeah last, last Wednesday they won their second straight She Believes Cup, their fourth in six years. And they are the favorites going into this summer for the Olympics to win the gold. And after winning a World Cup yet again, I think it was just last year, actually, 2019. That 20, they won a, 2018? Was it 18? I, I think 2018 so. or 2019, yeah, yeah, yeah one of the two. Recently won yet another World Cup. And so, yeah, this team is by far ranked number one in the world in terms of Soccer teams. And can I just say, I enjoy watching the Women's World Cup way more than the men's. Oh, absolutely. Women are evil. (laughs) (laughs) They are like, I remember watching Abby Wambach just completely get her head split open Mm -hmm. by butting heads with another and just wrapped it up and went back onto the field and continued to play. Man, just bad, bad mamma jamma that lady was. (laughs) Yeah, it's I mean those I mean listen the U.S. women's national team for soccer, they have been maybe one of the most dominant, absolute dominant forces in sports for the last like ten years now. I mean they they have just they have literally obliterated teams off the field like where they have no chance. I mean they are, and they've even scared some teams where it's like nope we lost like <laughs> like they like you just get on the field with them and it's like yeah they're already better than us like it's clear it's clear as day. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's it's always it's always fun to watch them just completely mm-hmm. take their competitive nature to other teams and dominate definitely on yeah. a consistent basis. And the fact that they overcome things that obviously the male players don't have to do. Like for example, Alex Morgan who just scored her 100th goal she had a baby last year. Yeah. Yeah. This was her first goal since I'm, the pregnancy. And she's probably one of the baddest ones on that U.S. women's team. Oh, they are. At, she's absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And when they, I mean, you, then you got Megan Raponi, who is just a force of nature, not just in, not just for the U.S. women's national team, but for soccer in general and for like women's sports overall. She Equality is like, in the, women's she, sports. She, exactly. Yeah. She's the voice of like the of the newer of this new generation of everything that we've been talking about and we've been supporting with more women in sports and stuff and it's just she is just taking it to that next level. I think it's an absolute crime that those women don't get paid as much oh. if not more than the men's team. For sure. What's the men's team done this lately? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. They, they didn't even qualified over the last World Cup. I yeah. mean, jeez. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that they don't that we don't give more love to the women's national team, but the men's national team. All we will will obsess over them when we know. I mean, they can barely beat. They can barely beat Trinidad and Tobago and all these other teams that are out there. (laughs) That you should should think. Well, you have some really good players on your team right now. Granted, their team right now is you know not looking too bad, but they're young. Like. Not going to win a World Cup anytime soon. Have you seen Spain? Have you seen Brazil? Have you seen Germany? Germany? Have you seen... Portugal still has one of the top players in the world who's at the top of his game, even though he's 35, which I can't 
believe. Oh, he's <laughs> on another level right Cristiano now. Ronaldo and and is let's the man. not let's not forget and very much looked overlooked in the men's division, but I don't want I don't want to focus on this too much. Right. The number one team in the world right now is Belgium. Yes. Phenomenal team. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I, I, Belgium versus U.S. women's. Let's go. Yeah, I, 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 definitely be interesting. Women's national team all day on that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I stand corrected. Alex Morgan scored her 108th, not just 100, because uh, she's better than that. Um, <laughs> but she, that put she her is. into, she's I amazing. knew it was a historical. It puts her into sole possession of sixth on the all-time list for the women's national team. Yeah. All right. All right. What else you got for us, Brandon? I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm I'm intrigued. Okay. So going back to the She Believes Cup, actually, uh, Rose Lavelle, who really made her name a name for herself in the uh, the last World Cup that they won, mm-hmm. she was named the MVP of the She Believes Cup, and she was everywhere. I I watched a couple of games from it. She is ridiculously fast. She she's a midfielder. She goes she can go all day and you see it toward the end of the game. The other players are just gassed. You could tell. I'd be gassed still, just running from yeah, one end yeah, to the yeah, other. Exactly. She is still just running circles around these players. She was in the action. She only made it on the score sheet a couple of times. She, I think she ended the tournament with a goal and an assist. Although the goal she scored was in a one nothing win over Canada. So she scores the game-winning goal in that one. There were other players. Megan Rapino had a two-goal game and I think three total in the tournament. The U.S. team, you could have picked a player and they could have been named the MVP for that tournament. Mm-hmm. And yet, what do they do when they come out afterwards? They said, oh, we let this team stay close too long. We couldn't, we could we shouldn't have won one nothing. We should have won like five nothing. Like, <laughs> they are critiquing themselves constantly. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're going to get better and they know that they are capable of blowing every team out. They blew out Argentina 6 nothing in the last game, and they were still talking about, oh, well, this cross that we made earlier, we could have finished that. It could have been 7 nothing. That's and, and if you listen to the post-game interviews with them, it's mm-hmm. always constructive criticism. Well, it could have been better. It could have been better. It could have been. Oh, yeah. That's the difference between the women's soccer team and the men's because they're always – at the top of their game, but they're always looking to find ways to get better. Yeah. Well, I saw an article once that said, like, why are why is the U.S. women's team, why are they always so critical about themselves after games? They always don't seem to take a little credit. Like, they dominate everybody, but they always seem to be so, like, well, we could have done this and that better. And, you know, then you go to the comments, and it's like, because they're trying to get better. Maybe, the, and then somebody's like, yeah, maybe the men's national team should consider, like, doing that a couple of times instead of being like, I think we did really well because it seems like it's not working for them. These, th- this team is always looking to improve. They're always saying, what can we do? Because you never know how the next team that comes up is going to be. Like, Germany is always another team that's always favored because they have a dominant team, because they have incredible women over there that, that, that this is their life every day. 365 days a year, they're getting ready for this moment for the World Cup. You have the same thing with Japan. You have the same thing with Spain. There's all these different teams out there in the country that you have in the world that you have to be prepared for. So these, and that's why these women want to stay on top of it at all times. Absolutely. Yeah. And another reason, a reason why I picked this team one was because they just won yet again (laughs) Again. last week, but also because this team has been an advocate for 
women's rights and women in sports, especially they, we mentioned briefly kind of the pay issue Equal pay. between Absolutely. men and women. Yeah. The women's national team has been at the forefront of that. They, they have a lawsuit against the U S soccer federation as to well. Try they to should get equal, equal pay. And they've also used their platform uh, in the terms of the national anthem as well. They've been very outspoken with that. And the U S national team actually recently put out just after this last tournament yep. this week, they put out that they are no longer requiring players to stand for the national anthem if they choose not to. So, and I think that's a big statement for a national team. This is team USA <laughs> saying you don't have to stand for it. And I think that's a big statement. And I agree with it. I, they're still playing it, which I think they should. It, it's a national team. You should play the team's national Absolutely, anthem, yeah. I think. Absolutely. But the fact that they're giving the players a choice where previously they had been, it was in stand their contract. That's, that's, that's the amazing yeah. thing about our country. Yeah, so, yeah. They, yeah, so the, this women's national team, they are making changes. They are going out there and they're doing something. It, yeah, absolutely. It's great to see. And like if any team in in women's or any athletes in the women's world deserve to be being paid equal, if not more than the men, it is that U.S. women's team. I say I say an extra ten million dollars to them for every World Cup at each team. That's what you should tell them. Like, all right, eat, all right, U.S. men's team, U.S. women's team. You both get ten million dollars for each World Cup you have. Oh, sorry, men's team. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess you guys oops. go broke. And the big problem is, so I know the numbers. If you look at the numbers, I believe I don't have them up right here, but yeah. the women's national team does get more viewers than the man. Oh yeah, national by team. far. The problem is. That's not how they determine pay. Right. It's determined by the tournament as a whole. And or I'm sorry, internationally. So nationally, the women might have more voters or more more viewers. viewers. Yeah. But internationally, the men's still makes more money. The the FIFA World Cup, the men's well, side yeah, makes course. a lot I mean, more money. And it's... that's how they divide the pay out to the team. So Obviously, it's a bigger issue, but it is something that the U.S. Soccer Federation has to figure out Yeah, because it, it's not right that they are the more popular team. They get the viewers. They win games. They win tournaments. Yeah. Most importantly, yeah. <laughs> so they, they definitely earn a pay raise for sure. Definitely. Well, that being said... Like I said, every Monday this month in March, we are going to be focusing on these great women athletes. I look forward to the next one, and we're actually going to have a special guest for our next one, so that'll be exciting. But that being said, a historical, a historical milestone was achieved this weekend, and we are going to celebrate it next on Blow the Whistle. But first, here's a sports update with Brandon. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. Brandon here with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Arizona gave 31 million reasons why J.J. Watt should play for them, and in the end, that is where he will go. Sources say Watt has agreed to a two-year, $31 million deal with the Cardinals with $23 million guaranteed. 
In hockey, Patrick Kane scored goal number 400, and Alex Dabrinkit added a goal and three assists as the Blackhawks beat the Red Wings 7-2. Bulls-Nuggets tonight at 7. Bulls had their game last night against the Raptors postponed due to COVID as Toronto did not have enough players available. In spring training, White Sox lost yesterday to the Brewers 7-2 to open up their Cactus League play, and they are currently taking on the Angels. That game is in the top of the fourth, and the Angels lead that one 4-0. Cubs' first spring training game is also underway currently. They are currently, they just ended the fifth, heading into the top of the sixth, and the Cubs lead 1-0. Bears hire former Texas coach Tom Herman as an offensive analyst and NCAA basketball. Number four, Ohio State was upset by number nine, Iowa, 73-57. Number eight, Villanova upset by Butler, 73-61. Tomorrow night, number four, Illinois plays number two, Michigan at six. NIU plays Western Michigan also at six. And DePaul takes on Marquette at eight. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportstownChicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly, because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours, and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take-action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early. Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you on your job search. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball. News, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league. Happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat. That's right. Another favorite segment for uh, our boy Brandon. It's my day. <laughs> He's like, you're playing my song. <laughs> oh, he is excited. <laughs> 
talking Blackhawks. We're talking the, over the weekend. Little yes, little no, little in betweeny feelings. How how you feeling, Brandon? How you how you feeling about the Blackhawks' performances so, this weekend? Honestly, in some ways, they actually played better in the game that they lost. So they really in some ways. I Intriguing. mean, obviously, overall they Intriguing. won seven to two, but. Yesterday, they gave up 46 shots in yesterday's game. Yeah, you told me that. 46 you shots. Told me they that won 7-2. The, it's amazing they only gave up two goals. You told me that he he, he was like the, <laughs> the what, number three star of the game yeah, and Kevin with Lincoln 44 did. saves, and I was like, what? Yeah, 44 yeah. of 46. And, yeah, and so they actually, I believe they actually outshot the Red Wings uh, on Saturday, they I know oh, they did oh, not okay. yesterday. They <laughs> but and yet they still scored seven goals yesterday. So that's it's funny how it works. Sometimes the puck bounces your way, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, the Red Wings dominated possession. Although a lot of those shots, I mean, obviously forty four shot or forty six shots, forty four saves. A lot of those were not quality shots. Uh, the Blackhawks did a nice job of containing the middle of the ice and forcing the Red Wings from shoot to shoot from tough angles or shoot from outside. But still, 44, 46, I get, 44 saves. <laughs> 44 of, saves. Yeah, 44 saves. Shots. Of yeah. those 44 saves, if you just keep throwing pucks on net, if who's to say a deflection or a, a bad bounce a or rebound, like a, yeah. a screen and Lankanen doesn't see it. So yeah. yeah, 44. It's amazing. He made 44 saves because again, not all of them were, were grade a quality, but it's never a bad idea to throw the puck on net because you don't know what's going to happen. So the fact that they only scored twice is outstanding. Well, I, I want to throw it out to our listeners. Uh, hit us up on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. BlowTWhistle1. And I'm going to ask this question. What are your feelings on the weekend after Brandon just told you how he felt? We'd love to hear from you. Once again, that's BlowTWhistle1 at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That being said, there is a lot to celebrate. Showtime. Yes. Showtime, showtime, showtime. He is the 100th player in NHL history to hit the 400 gold mark. That is impressive. Okay, that being... The fourth Blackhawk. Let me say that. Let let me ask you this, Brandon, because I want to hear your insight. Is he a future Hall of Famer? Yes. Oh, wow. There was no hesitation. No hesitation there. Okay. Hall of Famer, in my opinion. See, because... I'll be the first one to admit, and anybody who knows me, I am not extremely knowledgeable when it comes to hockey, so I don't know quite what the parameters are for being qualified for a Hall of Fame. Like Gretzky, Lemieux, you know, I, yeah, of course, but Absolutely. you know, Kane, he does have four Four Stanley Cups? Three. 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 Mm. See, I almost gave you one this year. <laughs> three go down there a little yeah. bit. Three at the moment. Like, He'll end yeah. with more. <laughs> three three Stanley Cups already, and I, I was. that's why I asked you, does this put him over the top, you believe, or do you believe he was there already? I believe he was going to be a Hall of Fame anyway, Hall of Famer anyway, but yeah, the fact that he is still continuing to add on, I think that just, that just cements it for sure. He's already won a Hart Trophy, which goes out to the MVP. He's won a Con Smith, which goes to the MVP of the playoffs. 
He won a Calder Trophy, which goes to Rookie of the Year. He's won just about all the awards. He's won on Art Ross, which goes to the top scorer for that year. He's he's won all the accolades, basically, and you already said three Stanley Cups. He He's done it, so basically all he's doing at this point is padding his numbers, which, again, on, only 99 other guys have scored 400 goals, and he's done it all with one team. So let me ask you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um why do you think Patrick Kane isn't out there like some of those others guys that maybe I brought now granted Gretzky Lemieux yeah. those, but he is with all the accolades that Brandon just ripped off. Right. He should be mentioned as one of the best ever. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I listen, I think one of the problems that when it comes to Patrick Kane is that, when you consider guys like like Gretzky, Gordy Howe, Mario Lemieux, those guys kind of almost transcend the sport of hockey, right? Because, and I'm not trying to bash any hockey fans out there. Tom, do not scream at me <laughs> because we've had this conversation before. But when it comes to hockey, you have to remember, this is an adopted sport. This is not a sport that America claims we invented, right? It comes from Canada. We took a hold of it, and it's like, hey, we're, we got a good hold of this. We can do some marketing with this, and that's why the you know, and and that's why it kind of like falls by the wayside when it comes to football, baseball, basketball. So I think in that regard, it kind of does take a backseat. Like Wayne Gretzky was very marketable. Martin Lemieux very marketable. Like Gordy Howe, it, obviously then it, marketing wasn't a big thing. But when you think about what he was able to accomplish coming back to the game as old as he was and still putting up the numbers he was at the time, it's still a, a great accomplishment. So we consider those guys like mythical figures in the game. Patrick Kane is still somebody who I think right now as a player, we're viewing him and saying he is a great player. He is one of the greatest players we have seen in the past 20 years in the game of hockey. But I think we won't really recognize how much we appreciate him until time has sort of passed and he's gone away from the game. Whenever that is, I mean, we've seen it. Like, Yalmer Yager's still playing hockey. This guy could still probably be playing hockey until he's like 45, 50 years yeah. old because he keeps his body in great condition. He plays the game in a very smart way where it's like, feed me the puck or I'll feed you the puck. He plays a very smart game to make sure that he's not taking extra hits. And so I think it's one of those things where he's kind of like a good kept secret for the NHL that needs to be, I I don't mean to say exploited more, but he should be marketed more. Exactly. Marketed more. Put him on a, put him on a front of a Wheaties. Exactly. Because I can't for goodness sakes. And and this is where Tom will agree with me on this. Cause how much, how much longer can we see Sidney Crosby be on, on the Gatorade bottle? How much longer can we see Alex Ovechkin get put out there? We have this guy who should be, I think one of the faces of hockey. That's oh, absolutely. Not getting used. Absolutely. And it's, a, and it's a, and it really is a shame. This is a guy who has over a thousand points in less than a thousand games, mind you, 400 goals. I mean, the man has done everything for this team, carried them to Stanley cup wins. And yet, still doesn't seem to get the respect that he rightfully deserves because they don't see him as that top figure like a Crosby or anything like well, that. Well, and and am I wrong in thinking Crosby is Canadian? Yes. Ovechkin is he's Russian. Russian? Yes. This is an American yeah. born I, That's what I'm saying. I, your country. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, is I, like why you would you all over this guy? I know that okay, so yeah, we're actually, all in agreement that he's not getting enough hubbub no. for his accomplishments. He's absolutely yeah. not. I actually have the numbers up here oh, right here for here American <laughs> American born mm-hmm. NHL players and Kane is 10th 10th all-time in goal scored. He's the top active player in goal scored. Zach Parisi with 389 is behind him. Uh, but he's also 
ranked seven in points, just total points of any American-born, so all-time American-born players. And the next closest is Phil Kessel with 877. Patrick Kane has 1,056 <laughs> in 996 games. Yeah, he's, so, he's definitely. He's, but see, and that's not even the biggest issue with me right now. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, Brandon and I have actually talked about this. It looks like he's taken that role of leader since Taze has been out this year and taken it to that next level for him. Oh, absolutely. And it's been super impressive to see. Absolutely. Because somebody had to take control of that, and you would think the obvious next choice would have to be Kane, but that was, I think, another thing. Yeah, in years past, it wasn't. It was always like, well, Taze is, it's captain. Captain Taze is going to take control of the team, and Patrick's just going to play the role of kind of being like, well, I'm just going to do my thing. But now you're telling Kane, okay, Taze is in here. We don't know, you know, nobody, none of us know really why, but look, Taze is not there. You have to step up and be the leader. You, I mean, I'm sure Keith is doing his part too, and I'm sure a lot of the vets on that team are doing their part, but if your star is not leading that team, then you're not getting these results because I guarantee you what's helping is the fact that he's telling these kids, I believe in you. I need you to believe in you. I need you to believe in me and we'll get this thing done. And that's why you're seeing like Khrushchev and you're seeing Suter and all these guys really performing. And I'm sure that's why Lankanen's like, I can't mess this up. This dude's, <laughs> this dude's going all out for us and I have he to really do my is. best. He really and is. It, and it shows. It really shows. Anything in conclusion, Brandon? <laughs> Patrick Kane is amazing. So, <laughs> uh, the but, goat. Yeah. Uh, Can we put a gavel one, down yeah. on that one? I, I know this was my, <laughs> my killing me smalls, but one more time, yeah. give a little love to Ryan Carpenter. That his poor first guy. Career, that poor two guy. Goal game, his first career multi goal game. Wasn't named one of the three stars of the game because Debrinkit, a goal and three assists. Kane with number 400. And Lankin in with 40 Like I said, he's in, he's in the locker room going, Kane, really? Really, Kane? Yeah. Come on, man. But I just had to get it. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Carpenter, you had an amazing game. So a little, little love for you. All right. Well, that being said, enough, I know you're sad now. I'm sorry, Brandon. <laughs> that being said, it is tag time. Tag, you're it. No, or or maybe you're not it. Um, Who will be tagged by their 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 football team? We discuss next on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportstownChicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly, because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours, and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early.
Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you on your job search. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball. News, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat! You know what? I just wanted to end the show today on a little bit of just smooth vibes and oh, absolutely, and talk about some some interesting things that y'all ready I, to talk about sports? Y'all ready to talk <laughs> about sports? Yeah, kind of, kind of that feel to it. Yeah, but I'm I'm a little shocked if I if I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. I thought franchise tags would be flying off the shelf by now. I don't know yet, my friend. I haven't seen one. Yeah, yeah no, they're, one. they're probably all just waiting till the end of it. I think the JJ signed is, before yeah. franchise tags went out, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> so that being said, um, I'm going to throw it out to our listeners. Are you surprised as I am that more franchise tags haven't been handed out yet? What's the delay? Hit us up on our uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at blow t whistle one that's blow t whistle one on facebook twitter and instagram now that being said do we want to talk about potential potential franchise tags because we're gonna have to the the biggest one out there at least in this area is hello mr robinson (laughs) Yeah, he, he's definitely Very the, nice he's definitely you like the that? local guy. <laughs> Thank and, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely the local guy, and we we talked about him before. We've talked about him a couple times. We've talked about that, him until we're blue in the face. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, until he's signed, we will continue to talk about him. Mm-hmm. So Chicago, let's let's get something done here. But yeah, we talked about could he possibly get a franchise tag or a transition tag, and. I don't remember exactly what your thoughts were. My thoughts were, I think he definitely gets tagged, at, at least the transition tag. Here's my thing. It's kind of interesting that Chicago didn't come out and franchise tag him like right away. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder if they're not in negotiations right now with him to see if he won't take just just a little, little bit of a hometown discount. Yeah. But that being said... I'm almost going to guarantee that's the guy that gets franchise tagged. And if he doesn't, I will be shocked. And I will, once again, <laughs> there will be a you're killing me smalls from Brandon <laughs> towards the upper management of the Chicago Bears, <laughs> where I think he's going to leap over the desk and just <laughs> strangle somebody. Well, I don't blame him either. I mean, when we've been talking about this for months now, 
at this point. I mean, we've been talking about getting a new deal done for this guy since the beginning of the season, and it still hasn't happened. It's and, a crying shame that it that is. hasn't happened. And the fact that now we're kind of talking about, well, will he get tagged at all? I think one of the reasons why these tags are kind of flying off the off the shelves and stuff and starting to hit some guys with some franchise tags is mainly because everybody's waiting to kind of see what they do with their salary caps and stuff because you have a number of teams right now who are well over the cap, who are trying to get themselves down, and I think a lot of teams are waiting to see, like, okay, but who's going to be there in free agency? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there might be a lot of guys that I... You didn't get, necessarily think we're going to be in in free agency, but now are because of the cuts. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I think there's a good chance that you'll see a lot of guys that you were like, wait, what? Like Cameron, Cameron Jordan's available. One of the best <laughs> pass rushers is out there. And now we don't have to like tag one of our guys. We can just go and pay a guy real quick. Like that's like, that might be a situation where instead of working on a tag and trying to work out a deal, maybe you want to do that. Or maybe you want to get one of the best pass rushers out there. So I think everybody's waiting to see what the next step is, but in doing so, everybody's just going to be sitting around waiting, sitting on their hands, and, waiting. Yeah, like, it's just been crazy to me. I figured, I, I, I honestly, da- I thought Dallas was going to be the first one to make a move on Dak. On Dak, I thought they would just instantly do it. Like, yeah. see, here's my thing, and and this is it, that first domino, which no one expected, as far as Matthew Stafford. Yeah fell so quick mm-hmm. that I think it kind of put a little bit of shock into <laughs> into oh, yeah. the system. But that being said, there's a team, and I think I've brought brought it up to Brandon, <laughs> that is unloading people right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I think they're priming themselves either for Deshaun or somebody else, and that's the Carolina Panthers. They're they're moving some some kind of magic right now to figure something out and throw something out there. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, especially when you look at like what they're like at like 40 million under the cap right now or something like that. I mean, and they still have more moves that they could potentially make. I mean, they're not committed, obviously, to Teddy Bridgewater. They're looking to maybe upgrade at quarterback potentially in because the, they have a top pick in the draft. Oh, they're looking they, to upgrade. Yeah. They oh, yeah. were not yeah. happy yeah. with yeah. Teddy yeah. at all yeah. last year. Like Matt Rule wants a certain quarterback to play in that offense. And when you have Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, how oh, I think they both had like a thousand yards apiece last year, if I'm not mistaken, or they came pretty close. They were pretty to close. It. Yeah. I so, think so I mean, you're talking about two guys who one's a possession wide receiver. One's a big game wide receiver. So you want that quarterback. I think they're aiming for Zach Wilson. If they can't get a guy, I think that's what they're hoping for. I think they'll settle for Justin Fields, but I think, I think you're right. I think they're trying to say, clear out the cap space, make a play for Deshaun Watson. Let's try and see if we can make this move happen. God, I really hope Justin Fields falls to the Carolina Panthers. Cause that means Atlanta didn't pick him. Yeah. You really want Atlanta to get Zach Wilson, man. Oh, uh, I anything I would be okay with Trey. I would be okay with Trey going above Justin. I just don't want Justin. But anyway, <laughs> are there any guys out there? You said Dak. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Allen. Is there anybody out there, Brandon, that you feel you're kind of surprised hasn't had that franchise tag pulled on him yet? Um, so those are definitely the two that I think would definitely be tagged. Kenny Galladay is one. I'm looking at a list right now. Kenny Galladay is one that I think the Lions should definitely take. He's Absolutely. he's had some injury problems, but he is still their top guy. One that I see on this list that I'm looking at, though, that I disagree with is Chris Godwin. I don't think Ooh. he's going to get the tag. He's listed as a no-doubter to get the tag. I don't think, first he off, I don't money. think it's clear-cut. And I don't think he gets tagged at all, honestly. Here's the only problem with that statement, Brandon. When the GOAT, and I mean when the GOAT comes out and says that Godwin has the best hands on that team, yeah. 
if he can't negotiate a contract, you best believe Tom Brady's going to go to the oh, upper yeah. management and go tag him, tag him now. We will deal with it at a later date. Right. Well, Brady's already taken a pay cut already so that they yeah. can kind of clear out some money to start signing guys. I feel, though, like Godwin's the guy that's going to be like, okay, I got my Super Like, I'm not saying it's all about the money, but it's like, all right, I got my Super Bowl ring. Like, I want to get paid now. I want to make the big bucks. And I don't think he wants to win around from Tampa because Mike Evans is still there. They're still paying Brady. You're still paying some other dudes there. But so. let's be honest. Mike Evans is on the back end of his career. Oh, he's getting yeah. there. Hey, he's, no, he's there. <laughs> he's there. He did not have a good season last season. Yeah, I mean, and, he did not have his dominating year yeah, like he and, thought. And I'll be honest with you, the management's going to listen to Tom Brady. I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. See, my, my biggest thing with Tampa, though, is I think they will consider using a tag, just not on Godwin. I actually think with both Levante David and Shaq Barrett, I think Shaq Barrett is the most likely one to get it. But I think they go and they try to, if they tag someone, I think they probably use a transition tag on Shaq Barrett. It would be my prediction. Interesting. That's not a that's, bad idea. Because they need it to keep that defense sense. together. Yeah, it if makes they sense. they want to stay competitive. But at the same time, you have Tom Brady on your team. No, yeah. no, no, I, no. This is what I'm saying. You have Tom Brady on that team. That's kind yeah. of why I'm a little shocked yeah. that JJ didn't even look at Tampa. Oh, Once yeah. again, all about the money for JJ, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Well, this, is but, where, this is where Tom probably at the Super Bowl parade or whatever. That's why probably Arians was like, oh, yeah, he's sticking around. Tom was probably like, listen, why well, I said I come here, <laughs> I said I come to Tampa, I wanted both wide receivers. I just want, I want two, two wide receivers. So I, I, and, I, I bet. <laughs> and my best friend. And my best friend. So I, <laughs> so I guarantee that. Because we all. <laughs> Because we all knew that's why he wanted to come to Tampa. He wanted a pair of wide receivers that could be unlimited weapons for him at all times. Well, and, and that's the scary thing is like if they do franchise tag Godwin, mm -hmm. it's year number two yeah. of them being together and meshing timing. And I noticed it at the back half of the, the season. I went, uh oh, yeah. Tom's figuring it out. And if they keep Gronk, and if they keep Antonio Brown, and they get Scotty oh, Miller yeah, to Scotty develop, Miller. Browns I mean, <laughs> Browns not going anywhere. Browns not going anywhere. Not. Grunk's if Grunk comes back, he's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and the other thing is they're getting guys back at the tight end position as well. Yeah, Cameron so. Bray. No, Jay I got Howard. a question for you. Do you think that the Steelers will franchise tag Bud Dupree? I think they'll aim I, for it. I think they'll try to see if he takes a discount. I don't know that they'll tag him, though. He's coming off an in in injury, and that's the only reason I ask. And, yeah. you know, I'm a little bit of a Steelers fan. Yeah. So. And, right. and that's why I think to figure he out. might agree to a discount, actually. But I think they... The Steelers are already in a cap dilemma. Hey, Ben. Yeah, I know Ben. Has, <laughs> hey, Ben. Yeah, ben has said he'll restructure. The yeah, how am I? Just but take 10 mil. How, I don't need yeah, 10 how, mil. How that looks after they restructure. But $40 I think, million dollar I think quarterback. they have bigger concerns than Dupree right now, mm -hmm. and that's Juju. Ooh. Yeah. They See? Gotta, here's the thing about the Steelers, and not a, a lot of people outside of – Pennsylvania realize this. Pittsburgh doesn't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you you want to leave and make more money? Right. Okay, we got Claypool right here. We're good. 
That is true. Well, I mean, yeah. they've been they, doing that all this time. Every like, year. Oh, we, we just drafted this guy from Central Michigan. Who is he? Oh, Antonio Brown. Oh, I think he's going to be really good. No kidding. <laughs> so I, it's just like. Oh, oh, Antonio, you want to go play for someone else? Yeah. yeah go ahead. Uh, we got this guy named Juju. Yeah. They, I mean, they draft so well. And you can see it. Deontay Johnson yep. looks good. James Washington. Claypool is a tight end playing wide receiver. <laughs> I They have a litany of weapons for their quarterback. The question is, can their quarterback take advantage of it? It, that was kind of the problem towards the end of the season is that dude had the arm. He was just misfiring all over the place. Well, I mean, you know, Mason Rudolph can't fix every. Yeah. Oh, oh, you meant Ben. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, meant yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Sorry yeah. about that. I apologize. And, and the other thing with the Steelers is they also have to keep in mind if they do, if they can get Dupree on maybe a multi, like a two or three year deal at somewhat of a discount, because they have to look ahead. If they want TJ Watt to stay, they need to keep a little bit of money available moving <laughs> forward. A little bit. Yeah. But that being said, gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure there this second hour. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end. This is it. C'est la vie for me, David Dykstra. I'm Brandon Janowska. And I'm Biggles McJiggles. Wow, really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I am Andrew Valentin, ladies and gentlemen. It has been an absolute pleasure. Hit us up on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That is BlowTWhistle1, and we will see you on Friday. This is your home for sports. Longtime fans. Sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com. What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Hey, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eats or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see your wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion? The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. High School Sports is here, and SportsOnChicago.com, we are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. From the 
first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball. We at SportsTownChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsTownChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in a league of our own. <laughs> 